Welcome to Christian Talk with Eric Thompson, a thoughtful podcast helping Christians navigate life, a podcast for Christ, covering faith, family, political issues, using God's Word, the Bible. The victory is ours. Let our light shine before others so they may glorify our Father in Heaven. Welcome to Christian Talk with Eric Thompson. Hey, welcome to another Christian Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. This is our first ever Coffee with Christians edition. So thanks for sitting in. If you want to get a hold of me, head over to the website, christiantalk.life, christiantalk.life. I know you're busy, so let's get right to it. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you and me every morning and to remind us of who God is, who we are. I'll do a quick summary of one chapter of the Bible or less, depending upon if there's multiple things that are jumping out at me. And then we're going to finish with some reminders that we're not of this world, that we're expected to go through trials, but God loves us and has overcome, and that God gets glory when we are faithful children that stay the course and we walk in faith, not in doubt. Isaiah 45, 5. I am the Lord. There is no other. There is no God but me. I equip you for battle, though you have not known me, so that all may know from where the sun rises to where it sets that there is none but me, I am the Lord, and there is no other. Before in the beginning, we're going to do Genesis 1-1, before in the beginning, God, existing in three personalities, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, existed. There is no other God, period. So as you go through your walk today, spend time in the Word and prayer, and in your communion with God, understand, he goes... Yahweh is the name in the Bible. Yahweh is the only God. He doesn't change. I have a t-shirt that we're going to be doing for the podcast that says God's not progressive. He's immutable. God doesn't change. Why that's important is you can trust in God because he's the same yesterday, yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the same yesterday, before in the beginning, today, and forever. So as we get to know God and we get to know his word and we understand his character and we understand his instructions to his apostles, we can trust we can trust our development in the Lord because God and his word is not changing. Our lives will change, our situations will change, our emotions will change. You could be having a good marriage or a bad marriage right now. You could have children issues or have children blessing you. You could have job issues. You could have financial problems. Jesus said, you shall have trials, but don't worry. I've overcome the world. So we'll get to that here um, in the end. There's a few things that we're going to cover every day. Paul said to Timothy, by common confession to Christians, here's a confession. It's a mystery to us that, that God about godliness, but it's great. Jesus appeared in the flesh, justified by this Holy Spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among angels, 
and among the nations and believed on throughout the world was taken up in glory. That's a mystery. But it's true. And that is why we make much of Jesus every morning. The Bible reading today, Genesis 1, you can go through, open your Bible, Genesis 1 sometime, or I'm using the bubble, the BibleStudyTools.com. This takes me right through it. Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We all know the verse, right? But did you know that in Ephesians 1, 4, it says that God chose us in Christ before the foundations of the world to be holy and blameless in his presence? Because in love, God predestined us for adoption as his sons through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will. So before he said in the beginning, you and I were chosen in Christ. In 1 Peter 1.20, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or spot, he, Jesus, was known before the foundation of the world, but was revealed in the last times for your sake. Through him, you believe in God who raised him from the dead and glorified, glorified him. And so your faith and hope are in God. So God has everything thought through. He's got the, the, the fall of man. He's got the redemption of man. He's got the reclaiming of the earth. He, everything is ready to go. And then God says in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God then starts time. And he creates the heavens and the earth. Briefly, God, what happens in Genesis 1 God logically assembles a, a planet that will allow people to and creatures to live on it. That's the, in the beginning, God creates. He says, let there be light. We have to have light. And he says, all right, we're going to have light and we're going to have darkness. We're going to have day and we're going to have night. End of first, that's the end of 24 hours. And God says, okay, the waters that I made, because of the sun, there's going to be radiation so I'm going to put, I'm going to take some of the water and I'm going to put like a layer around over the earth and it's going to be like a canopy. And think of it, I think, this is my interpretation, but the canopy, I believe, is, is it, it prevented radiation from coming from the sun, which is why they lived to be in their 900s, but it also provided a lot of the water that was going to come eventually with Noah and judging the earth. But it says that God... Then God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters. He separated the waters from the waters. He made an expanse and separated them, some that were above the expanse and some that were below. And God called this expanse, this, this space, heaven. And that was the end of the second day. Then God said, let the waters below the earth be gathered, gathered into one place. So God made seas and land. Then he makes trees and plants after their own kind. And you'll see that through Genesis 1.1. And this is when we get to sexual relations and things later on. It says the earth brought forth plant yielding seeds after their own kind, trees bearing fruit after their own kind. And God saw that it was good. And that was the end of the third day. So after three days, we got a lot going on. Then God said, let there be lights in the expanse. So I'm, separate the day from the night. They'll be for signs, for seasons, for days and years. So God put stars, then he made two great lights. He made a sun to govern the day and a moon to govern the night. So God placed him in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth and to govern the day and night and to separate the light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And that was the end of four days 
Well, now the earth is ready for living creatures and living things on it. So God then made swarms of living creatures, birds to fly over into the expanse. He created sea monsters and every type of living creature that moves in the waters. Good old whales. And every bird winged, every type of bird. And God saw that it was good. And he said, go be fruitful and multiply on the earth. And that was the end of the fifth day. Then God said, let's bring forth creatures. Now we got the land animals. God made beasts of the earth after their kind, cattle after their kind, creeping things after their kind. God saw it was good. Then he said, let us, the Trinity, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky. So God created man in his image, the ability to know good and evil eventually after Eve eats and Adam follows and they fall, but this ability to commune with God. God did not make many gods, but he made a man in his image, the ability to commune with God, to love. So in the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Again, verse 27, God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Then God said, behold, I've given you every plant yielding seed on the earth and to every beast of the earth and every bird of the sky, I provided green food and plants. So God said it was good. No, he didn't. After day, after man and everything, he said, you know what? Verse 31, God said, all saw all that he had made and behold, it was very good. And that was the end of six days. And then God rested. Now, when we get to two, we're going to get into when did Eve come? Because now it goes back and fills in some of the gaps. But we're going to find out that Adam was responsible for telling Eve, don't eat from the tree of good and evil, the knowledge of good and evil. Don't, but something goes wrong in that communication because when Lucifer comes along to tempt her, she bites, literally. And Adam's standing there with her and doesn't do anything about it. There's one God named Yahweh. Before anything existed, he had everything created in his mind, including us. And that Jesus came at the right time, at the appointed time, to die for us. Because he chose us before the foundations of the earth. That should encourage you, I hope. See, you cannot not be loved by God as a Christian. See, over in Romans 8.38, Paul said I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor death nor any other creature should be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate you from God's love. Because in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Paul told the Corinthians, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Although we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, the new has come. 
And this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ who gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So today's podcast, I wanted to to get us off to a, a start here that there's one God who chose you and me before the foundations of the earth, that Jesus decided because he, for his bride's sake and for his father's glory, that he would come, die, raise himself on the third day, and then raise and then seat at the right hand of the father to make intercession for us. And let's close with this. Psalm 103, 1 through 6. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Here's our, here's the benefits of being a child of God. God who forgives all your iniquities, your sins, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. We are to live with the mindset of Christ. And this is my last exhortation for you today. Paul wrote in Philippians 2, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united in Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded. Having the same love, being one in spirit, one in mind, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. Christians, in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used for his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very servant, the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in the appearance as a man. He humbled himself, being obedient to death, even to death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him a name that is above every name, that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Humility is... It is mandatory in our walk with the Lord. This said that Jesus, being God, humbled himself, being obedient to even dying on a cross. He got killed by the people that he created. We are to have the same mindset for the church and towards each other in our, in our, in our walk with the Lord. Humility. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. So today I'm encouraging you to remember there's one God. He chose you before he created everything. Jesus died so that you, that you could be reconciled to the Father, that the mystery of godliness is made known to those of us who are saved, and that we are to be lights in the world. And tomorrow we'll, we'll get more into this because I'm out of time because I want to keep this 15 minutes or so every day. But you are... We are ambassadors for Christ. We are to not hide our faith, 
but we are to but keep in mind you will have trials so if you're going through trials it's okay because god loves you nothing can separate you from god's love and if you're feeling if you're feeling condemned by god today you're not because god doesn't condemn the righteous the holy spirit convicts to draw you to the cross and back to your father so be encouraged Pray for your marriage if you're married. Pray for your children. Understand, pray for the lost, but understand that it's your individual walk first as you're seeking God first. It's, it's like the old saying on the airplanes, put your air mask on first, and then once you're, he- you're healthy or you have an affair, you can help other people. Make sure that your walk, your love, your relationship individually is with Christ and then minister to your spouse, to your children, to the world. But you can't, you cannot minister to the world if you're not in the word of God and in prayer because there's nothing righteous in our flesh, even as Christians. We don't do good in ourself. We do good because we're compelled by the Holy Spirit. And it says in Romans, you have to put on the armor of God. So you have to be, if you, if you want to get through the trial you're in, if you want to find your joy again, or if you want to appreciate the blessings you're in, you have to be in God's presence in his word. And then once you understand that either through suffering or through blessings, we're making much of Christ, then with the love of the father, will be, will be, will fill you. Thus you will be that light. You will be the energizer bunnies and we will be able to, in fact, we'll be able to go through the dark world, understanding the world doesn't like us because of the light the world likes their darkness, but we are there to present the love of God to a world for God's sake. And then those who are called will come to us. So we must be prepared to give an answer and be, and be, and be involved in the, in watching God save souls, which is a mystery that's beyond our imagination. Hey, I thank you for listening to this. I hopefully it's encouraging to you. Do me a favor. There's two sponsors of the podcast, which is going to help us grow and reach the world for Christ. Do me a favor. If you're not driving, if you're sitting at home, if you're driving, just remember this, getpuretalk.com, getpure, P-U-R-E talk.com. I'll keep it brief. My wife and I switched over to Pure Talk about a year and a half ago. We were with T-Mobile. Our bills were enormous. We kept having over over its charges because when we went over on our data, Pure Talk works this way. You go to puretalk.com or getpuretalk.com. You choose your plans that you're currently on. They're going to send you the new SIM cards in the mail. You keep your same phone, your same phone numbers. You put the, you put the SIM cards in. It's easy to do. You turn your phones back on. Now you're on the, you're, 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 it'll say Pure Talk on the top, but it, guess what? You're on the same 5G towers. You're getting the same number of bars. You're getting the same Wi-Fi, but your bill is about half. Yes, half without a contract. Give them a shot. You're going to love it. I mean, average family saving about $800 a year. So over 10 years, about $8,000. And if you use my promo code, which is three letters, F-L-S, for liberty's sake, F-L-S, you'll get 50% off your first month. And they'll give me credit to help cover our cost here. So it's a win, win, win. You're going to, you get to go to a company that's not supporting causes that you do not agree in. Your service stays the same in quality. You get better customer service out of Atlanta, Georgia, local customer service. 
and it's all done seamlessly and you don't have to change numbers, phones or anything, and you're saving money and you're helping advancing the kingdom of God. So puretalk.com, write down the promo code FLS to make sure you save 50% off your first month. Other one is mypillow.com. If you guys need pillows, sheets, towels, mattress toppers, uh, endless stuff. He's got mattresses. He's got robes. Help support Mike Lindell. We did. We did help a lot of people last year get great savings on. I, I use the pillows. I use the mattress topper. We use the Giza sheets. Very soft. But you get up to sixty six percent off my pillow products. Supporting the employees up in Minnesota. Supporting Christian Talk. And guess what the promo code is? Promo code is FLS. Same one. MyPillow.com. Promo code FLS to save you up to sixty six percent. Or MyPillow.com forward slash FLS. PureTalk.com, promo code FLS. You get to save, you get great products, you're supporting the kingdom, and you are supporting businesses that are trying to do good. So I thank you so much for listening in. We'll give you a little bit of upbeat here to get you rolling. So thank you for listening. This has been Christian Talk. Coffee with uh, Christians. Got my coffee. I'm going to enjoy the rest of it. Hopefully it's been a blessing for you. Tomorrow we're going to go to chapter two. And we're going to talk about, about not being of the world, but in the world for Christ's sake. So God bless you guys. Remember the website is christiantalk.life.